Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of 10,000 Posts. It's a show about how everything is posting. Uh, we are now in the post-anime era of bonus content stuff, at least for now. Um, but that being said, uh, we do we, 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 are, we are watching something new. At least we watched an episode of something new. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. For people who don't know who I am, my name is Hussein. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Phoebe. Hi. Hello. Um, it's really weird to intro stuff. I, I'm so used to doing in like lane intros, right? Um, uh. so to kind of like do it without, it feels a little bit like a bygone, like a bygone period. Um, uh-huh. so all I'll say is like, yeah, we, you know, if you want to listen to all the lane stuff, like that is all archived and listed. But today we're watching something new. Phoebe, you recommended this partly because I don't think you wanted to watch cartoons for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe this is kind of. I don't so I don't really watch dating shows very much. Um, mm-hmm. So this was like I there were some familiar things to it, but I I, I guess to like kick us off, like why don't you tell me why you made me watch this? <laughs> um, I made you watch this was because this I wanted revenge for you making right. me watch a cartoon. <laughs> I, I, th- I feel like that's pretty obvious why that's why I've done this. I thought okay. I thought this seemed like it was in our wheelhouse because it's a show about what happens when people who meet romantically through posting meet in real life, or at least that's what it's that's what it was billed as, and that's why yeah. I saw the advert for it as. What it is actually more is what if they were allowed to meet on Hinge before they went on Love Island. That's really more what it what it is. Right. Okay. However, I have now watched several episodes of this show mm. and I've been completely I've been completely dragged into it. So, um so anyone who is familiar with my thoughts on Love Island will be really really happy to hear the carnival <laughs> of hypocrisy that is about that is about to greet them because yeah. I got so over involved. I got so invested. I was talking about it after it finished. I was talking to the TV. Mm. I, I was I was getting I was I was getting involved. Have we even said what the show is called? Yeah, okay. So it's called no, <laughs> so it's called it's called Love in the Flesh. Uh it is on BBC Free. So you can watch it for free, or you can watch it like if you have a TV license in the UK, you can probably like bootleg it from somewhere. Um yeah. like or VPN it or whatever. Um, but yeah, this is kind of designed for a British audience, and like, it's a very British show in the sense that like all the contestants all look—they all have that sort of like look of, you know, um, uh, reality TV show who's going to like do a pretty little thing ad at some point in the next few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, they all kind of look like that, or like the Gymshark ad people. Um, I'm gonna like. So I didn't make a list of any of the names of like any of these contestants. Okay. So okay. okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna explain how it works, right? Okay. Tell us how it works, and then I'll intro the intro the people based on what I've got from a website called telemix.co.uk. Fantastic. Okay. So for a kickoff, Love in the Flesh does not make it clear how like what their kind of casting and commissioning process was. So they don't say whether or not one person like applies to go on the show and then says to the person they've been talking to online, I've applied to go on this show. Mm. Do you want to meet on TV or do you want to meet in a more sort of normal, yeah. normal way? Or whether they apply to go on as a couple and they discuss it like that. I don't, I don't know how. That would how. be terrifying. I mean, like, because I've always sort of thought this in relation to, um, I mean, like different. So, you know, there are other dating shows in this similar vein, like stuff like, 
there's a show that I actually I kind of I quite liked called Eating with My Ex, uh, which was also like on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and that show basically involved people like contacting their ex, and like they would sort of over like a you know a free course meal, they would sort of talk about what went wrong in the relationship and so on. Um, and it was great, and it was really good TV. I actually really like it as a series, and I think it's like very compelling. But mm. I can I was thinking to myself the entire time, but like if one of my exes like contacted me and they were like, "Do you want to come on this TV show so I could tell you how much you suck?" Um, mm. And you have to defend yourself. I, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because number one, I know how much I suck. Um, <laughs> but also, I don't. You know. Um, and what was very interesting about like that show is that the people who came on that were very clearly on both sides as well. Like they were very clearly like within that cut of wannabe influencer reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of them went on other reality TV shows as well. Yeah. Um, so I do think that then, and I'd be very interested in like how this works if like any listeners sort of know more about the process, but I imagine that like there are lots of agents who are basically like, they're, they're basically like um, pitching their like clients to these shows. Yeah. No, no, I think, um, I think, I think that, I think that's right. I mean, at least two of these couples um, initially met because one of them slid into the other one's DMs on Instagram. So I'm assuming based on like also showing like some of their Instagram photos, they look like people who yeah. have like it, reasonably large followings. Like they all, they all have it. Actually, no, they don't all have Instagram face. Two of them didn't. Yeah. But they're all kind of like, they're all like somewhat attractive. And this is like the first note that I made. It's like, they're all kind of like fairly attractive. And for a show that like builds itself of like, we're going to put people who have been dating online only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Like yeah. you sort of expect it to be a certain kind of person. And when we're like, okay, so like, you're really good looking and you, you're telling me that you've been dating someone for three years mm-hmm. online and you haven't. And that's it. Like you've just been doing an internet relationship for three years. Okay, like I don't, I don't quite buy that. But... Hmm. Okay. So this is what I. So this is uh, this is like another like aspect of it. So what? So what it is is they show the people uh, like in the kind of the Love Island style villa. It's presented by um, Zara McDermott, who I had never heard of, but she is a she is a former Love Island contestant. So it's quite interesting that like. That's why you've never yeah. heard of her. Yeah, presumably. It's, it's, I, I have watched a series of Love Island and I got, you know, predictably drawn into it and then yeah. got a little bit of post-nut clarity after I'd finished watching it. Um, but what is interesting is that these shows are now... I say what's interesting, it's actually not terribly interesting, it's just true, uh, that these shows are now their own their own kind of mode of production they're now that they're now a kind of that you can start on one of the shows and then you will get a job if you if like you manage your career well afterwards you then get a job presenting one of these other shows it's it's like um like when they used to do celebrity big brother and there was always a contestant on it who had been on regular big brother there is only one celebrity Big Brother contestant I know. Uh, his name mm-hmm. is Andrew Tate. And recently he was arrested for human trafficking violations uh, in Romania. But we've spoken about Andrew Tate on the show. We have, uh, yeah. Many times. Yeah, the guy who uh, uh, challenged... Yeah, the, uh, we, we've spoken about him in, I think, in, and also on Trash Future in relation to like one of the best threads he ever did about like looking for a, a way... Like he wanted to go out on a night out in London and someone took him to Hemel Hempstead or like St. Albans and stuff. 
and he got really pissed off about it and he was like mm. challenging people to fights but then he sort of paid someone money afterwards for him have i don't know it was very weird but anyway yeah like andrew tate is now in like i i don't know if he's in prison or if he's like awaiting trial but yeah that's the only celebrity big... oh and also i guess george galloway maybe i don't know yeah george galloway was on celebrity big brother famously yeah what a what a legacy <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah no no it's a real it's a really dignified thing to, to do with yourself uh, in general yeah it, it does feed into the whole like i don't know whether we've spoken about this or whether it's like what's happened on another show but the kind of idea that in britain you can sort of be a professional celebrity in the sense of like you make your name on one show but then your sort of fame comes out of hosting other shows that are similar and kind of hanging out in events and areas where like that kind of contingent of celebrity is present and then eventually like as your celebrity wanes out you sort of like try to grab as much attention as you can by going to like local nightclubs in kent um Mm. and like featuring there for like a few free bottles um that's kind of a trajectory that i think sort of happens although i imagine that has changed like now um in relation to like celebrities that they're hosting and using 